player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 161 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? <laughs> Very good. Very good. If you're on uh, the YouTube, uh, just stay for the blooper at the end. I just lost it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, sorry about last week. Life um, uh, uh, um, uh, gets in the way. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, already, we already did this once. And then the antivirus, up. <laughs> the antivirus popped up on our computer. And I was too afraid, so I said, let's start over in case we lost the audio. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sorry about last week. Uh, in a way, I'm good. That I'm glad <laughs> that we didn't podcast last week because it allowed me to do something that I wouldn't have been able to do last week. That is beat death training. We'll get to that here in a minute. Um, but if this is the first time you're seeing us, this is the two-player co-op podcast. We're just about every week, two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button down below. If you're listening on audio services around the multiverse, make sure you go over to youtube.com slash two-player co-op, not put the link <laughs> in because they're on audio. So, <laughs> But go over to youtube.com slash two-player co-op, hit like, hit subscribe, do all that stuff. We really appreciate it. <laughs> it's good to be back if you couldn't tell. Um, but if you really, really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two player co-op, just like our producer, Steve Appleton did, as well as our affiliates, Logan Wilkinson and James Solar, as well as our partner, Matt Mitchell, Matt, I'm going to DM you if I haven't already about your reward tier. So if I haven't done it yet and you're listening to this, say, yo, Kev, what's up? Uh, if you like merch and you like cool t-shirts, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op. We tried to do a black Friday deal. I did a promo code and it wouldn't work. So I couldn't tweet it out. And then I emailed them and they're like, Oh, well let me know your promo code. I was like, it was in the email and I haven't heard anything back. Of so we, maybe we'll do a really late black Friday sale on our t-shirts. <clears throat> if you want to see us twitch every once in a while, you can go to twitch.tv. I know I said it weird slash <laughs> one, two player underscore co-op. Uh, so yeah. First off, hopefully this is going up on Tuesday. Normally we go up on Wednesdays. This should go up on Tuesday because we're going to have a bonus episode for you, episode 162, coming on Thursday to get you ready for the Game Awards. But the reason I'm saying that is we're recording this Sunday night, and we have not seen Sony's state of play that is coming this Tuesday as we are posting this. I assume the reason they're doing it is to show Resident Evil 3. I hope so. I've gotten my hopes up so high for that that if that's not it, I'm going to be quite upset i think worst case scenario we get a release date for ghost of tsushima which i'm i've just kind of lost interest in. i just don't care yeah, yeah. I, i'd probably ra- rather play sekiro honestly yeah um but again all we i think we've seen like one trailer of that game yeah you know so maybe it's awesome maybe it's not but whatever so just know we're not gonna be talking about the state of play this week we will talk about it next week on episode 163 uh thanksgiving was a while ago for y'all but for us it was too but we haven't talked about it yet so sean yes how was your thanksgiving uh it was good did a little traveling you uh, did a lot of traveling a lot of traveling actually uh we flew out okay. to phoenix um drove around arizona a bit then flew out to san diego spent some time there flew back home all with the baby girl um i will say she was actually quite good it was like hectic and stressful and just all that, but it wasn't as bad as I was fearing it would be. Yeah. All it's, in all, it was good though. Good to see, uh, you know, the wife's family. Um, 
her uncle is a uh, enjoyer oh, of the yeah. uh, the finer things when it comes to uh, uh, booze and and you know booze, um, dragon booze. He had this. Uh, I had never actually had brandy. Brandy straight. I've only had it like an eggnog, I think. And he got this thing. I don't even know if it's good brandy. He said he got it from Costco, so probably not. But it came in like a dragon thing, which was pretty cool. It was like the bottle was a dragon. I don't know. Um, it was fine. It it kind of stung a little bit. Then he busted out the uh, 150 year uh, Grand Marnier. Um, I love Grand Marnier. I've never had that straight either. I have. But I'm guessing, I mean, I don't know that I would just get the cheap, I mean, you know, uh, bottom level Grand Marnier that you would put as like a floater in a margarita. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I would drink that straight. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I had it, the, I had it straight for the first time at somebody's New Year's Eve party six, seven years ago. And I was like, I don't know anybody here. I'm just petting the dog. I think this was the year that I had my that I pet the dog, but the dog somebody they had like little uh, like pecan pie quiche things, oh, geez. and I didn't realize it. So people had been eating pecan, petting the dog. And I pet the, pet the dog, rub my eye, and then I'm like, Jess, I'm not even being me. We need to go. And she looked at my eye and she was like, Oh my god, okay. And luckily somebody there was an allergist, and they called me in a something, a shot for my eye. I don't even remember what it wasn't a shot, but <laughs> something. Um, but I really liked it. This was fantastic. I mean, I don't know how much different it is compared to just your your run of the mill Grand Marnier, but yeah, oh, it was just so. It's like orange, right? It's, it's, it's like an orange whiskey liqueur thing. It's something. cognac, and oh yeah, I know cognac. the normal stuff is orange. I don't really feel like I got that much orange out of it. Like okay. a, a hint. Yeah, I'm assuming it's probably quite a bit different than the. Your average Grand Marnier, but oh, it was so it was just so smooth. It was maybe a little um, weak. Well, yeah, but I don't think I'm saying I don't. This isn't really what I mean to say, but maybe a little bit like syrupy because it is oh, kind of yeah, yeah, sweet. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's so it's. I mean, it's something like we had a, a pour like that, but I mean. Not like a glass that deep, like a little one of those. Okay, you know, a it's probably about a shot worth. Then yeah. we just sipped it over like the course of an hour. I mean, you just sip, 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 sip. Oh, but it was so good though. Sip, 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 sip. Um, but yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, cool. and then Thanksgiving itself was fun. You know, turkey, yeah, turkey, all that. But Thanksgiving's awesome. Um, I think I say this every year. In my Older, but still hashtag team young days. I'm realizing that Thanksgiving is better than Christmas. Like I don't, I don't look for now as Kira gets older. I think it'll it, it switch. It'll go back to Christmas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like right now, I'm just like you know, I almost look forward to Thanksgiving more than I do Christmas. Yeah. There's, well, there's a lot no of football stress. On That's true. Well, sometimes. Um, there's a lot of like stress that comes with yeah. Christmas that I don't think, I mean, there is with Thanksgiving too, if you're traveling or if you're hosting or whatever, but Christmas, like it's in 
what two and a half weeks somehow i have not God. bought a single I present know, i have I not know. thought of a single thing that i want i've like, got a list for jess we just, just to today put up decorations and took down the last of our halloween decorations <laughs> like i almost didn't even want to decorate because i'm like we're doing it so not that it's that late but like but it's because thanksgiving was so late this year too that it like and we were traveling everything. right and then we got back from traveling and, then Brittany and Brittany turned around yeah. and left i'm like well i'm not going to decorate by myself so it's just a weird i don't know it's just weird this year but well, it's like Eli was saying it at at Hope today. He was like, he used to always think when he was a kid, Thanksgiving was just an old people holiday. And I'm like, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're also right, and I love it. You know what I mean? Like it <laughs> is not an wrong, old person's holiday. And you're also right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's not like I'm not like offended or anything. But it's true. It's when you're a kid, you don't appreciate. You don't care. Yeah. And I'm not talking about any of the like everything else around Thanksgiving. Because I'm just like the. You probably don't have the same. Like f- when you're a kid, it's like food is food is food is food is food. Like you're not like, there's no you're not gonna like get hyped about this. You'd big rather have meal pizza as a kid, yeah. yeah. Like, and you're not old enough to drink. Not that that's what Thanksgiving's about, but I well, like it to kind of. I mean, it is. Um, it's just Thanksgiving's nice because it is truly like a full day. Yeah. Of just nothing of just like hanging around and drinking and spending time with it's people football, christmas is like alcohol. wake up crazy for like an hour and then it's after that it's like a normal day and you kind of want to pass out too. right yeah. yeah i didn't pass out on thanksgiving i was proud of myself for that uh i didn't either but i think we went to bed pretty early i well i'm usually i'm like the cowboys game you're on and I'm sleep like, on yeah I'm in my once I hit my chair, I'm like the trip to fan and the beer. I'm done. Oh, before we move on from Thanksgiving, yes. I don't know if we were about to, but you what were you about? <laughs> well put. Um, turkey, like a D tier meat. Yes, I don't know why. Now we also had ham. Well, that makes it even a lower tier because the ham is so much better than turkey. Which yeah, it makes the yes. turkey in comparison that much worse. Like turkey can't. Turkey needs to be done perfectly. To be Decent. good. But even the best turkey I've ever had is not as good as like a steak. Or, you know, like it's yeah. just not. I, I think it's got to be crispy on the outside. Basically, it has to be juicy as hell. Yeah, yeah it's got to be super juicy, which is tough to do. And it's got to be crispy on the outside. And that's it just seems like that is very hard to do but i still say even if you get the perfect turkey on thanksgiving the best part though is friday what i always do like just oh, yeah. shopping whatever is leftovers doing like a open face turkey you. sandwich heat oh, it up God. get that gravy yep. the potatoes mash it up like did you go to the crystal restaurant back in watertown that, i mean i've been like once they, they specialize in the in the hot open face turkey sandwich and that's, that's what that's i'll what do i'll put some gravy i'll yep. put the turkey and the gravy just in like a saucepan and just mix it all up and yep. just heat it over the stove and then put it on some nice white bread and just yes. oh guys so it gotta be white bread no wheat yeah, yeah um but yeah i so we did the, the cracker barrel thing again this year i think it, we didn't do it last year i think we did it two years ago but like cracker barrel 120 bucks you get amazing turkey all the sides two pies all the all the sides i said it again whatever it was really good it was really good but it's still like friday when it was timed when it was lunchtime and like the college football games are starting i'm like open face turkey sandwich let's go yeah it's just fantastic um my thanksgiving was good jordan and daniel came in town it was great to see them jordan is super pregnant yeah 36 weeks now um <sighs> He's head down, so she's ready whenever it's time. She's ready. Oh, he is head down now. Yep. Wow. Yep. 
um, Jess gonna be flying up there, so I'm like, please don't have that baby before Christmas. Or like, if you have it like on the 23rd, I'm like, Jess. Oh, she's going out there whenever it happens. Yes, unless uh, it's right before Christmas. Then I'm like, you're <laughs> Christmas night. You can fly. That's fine. I'll yeah. take you up there. Whatever. But you got to be here for Christmas. And she's like, obviously, I'm not gonna miss Christmas. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Thanksgiving was a lot of fun. Uh, some other stuff I want to touch on here. Black Widow looks awesome. I get vibes in this trailer. <laughs> I don't know why they had to shoehorn. I care way more about this movie, even though and the, I don't even care. Even though she died. Oh, who cares? Even though she dies in Endgame. And obviously this is, I think this is after Civil War, not Winter Soldier. I was wondering what the time. I think they said Civil War. Um, I care so much more about this than I ever would Captain Marvel. Like, I feel like this should have been their first, but they had to get Captain Marvel in there because the post credits in Infinity War, in, Infinity War, Infinity War, and then getting ready for Endgame so she can just be a MacGuffin coming. I'm out of glad that people are finally, it seems like, coming to terms with the fact that Captain Marvel was not very good. I don't at the time everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's the best movie ever!" And oh, it made a billion. No, it was not that good. Like it was. It's like a 74 okay. on Metacritic. Yeah. Like so even the critics okay. weren't like over And the now moon. every time I read about it, it, people are like, yeah, it's not very good. I just like, feel like Duh. Natasha deserved to be the first female standalone Marvel movie. And from this one trailer, tra- trailers can lie, Batman vs. Superman, Last Jedi. Um, it looks so good. Like it gives me vibes of Winter Soldier, but also the Bourne movies, except the good ones, not like the Jeremy... Uh, not the Hawkeye one, and then the the other one that Damon did that I never saw because I just heard it was bad. But it's like, yeah. it gives me vibes of both, and it looks so cool. And David Harbour is awesome. Yeah, He's fat, Russian Captain America, and he's just looks like he's going to be absolutely absolutely hilarious. Taskmaster looks weird. I don't know why. I didn't even know that was Taskmaster. I was yeah, like, I, I heard Taskmaster's in this movie, and then I was like, wait a minute, was it the guy with the weird mask with the bow and arrow? And Rasan's like, yeah, that's Taskmaster. I'm like, okay. He was way cooler in Spider-Man PS4, <laughs> you know? Um, but what did you think? I, I think it looks awesome. This is... I've been really down on Phase 4 outside of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This, I'm like, yeah, I want to see this movie. I'm definitely going to see it. I think it does look good. It's one of those things where it's just in a weird position where I would almost rather it be a true prequel. Like an origin story kind of thing. Yeah. Like, this is weird to just be like, oh, by the way, here's what happened during this time. Yeah. We all know what happens after, but here's what she was doing. Like, it just, it's tough to make it have any sort of consequence in the grand scheme of things. That's my only issue with it. That was one thing Justin Davis tweeted at IGN. He said, it's going to be interesting to see, like, do, P-, he said, this trailer looks awesome. It looks like it's going to be a really good movie, but. And I agree with him. He's like, does it, it's going to be interesting to see, will people go out and make this a billion dollar movie when it doesn't connect at all to the bigger story? That's what I'm saying. Like, they've you know got what I mean? to like, try it just, to, but I it can't feels like the they missed the thing. mark. Right. It's tough to come up with anything that could happen in this to where you'd be like, uh, like, like there can't be a post credits. I mean, unless they're going to do another movie with her after she's two yeah. movies after she's dead. Like, I don't, I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. I do think it looks good. But that's my one problem with it is I don't know that I... Not to put it too bluntly. I don't know that I care. Like, this it means nothing. We already know what happens to her. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It almost kind of not, not... Oh boy, you're gonna bring out a Suicide Squad comparison. Mm, possibly worse. Oh my! It kind of just oh, seems don't... like Solo. Oh, like oh. why do we why, why do we need this? Yeah, like talk about shoehorning. Like, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve a movie, but this should have a been done a while ago. It should have been done and right B, after if you're Civil gonna War. do it now. Don't have it just be in a random location in the middle of the story we already right. know, where we know everything that how we got there and we know everything that happens after. And I can't imagine that anything that happens during this movie, unless there's, this is the start of big picture phase four. And we're going to see somebody in this movie that, you know, like unless they do something like that. Okay, cool. But if this is purely just, well, here's what black widow was doing during this time. It's like, why do we need this story? But I almost feel like if they shoehorn something in, it's like, I think that lessens it because like why whoever if they were to shoehorn something in why didn't that factor into Infinity War or Endgame? That's true, yeah. Which makes it all the less likely that I, I just think they did Black Widow wrong. I guess is what I'm because this movie looks like it's so cool. This should have come out four or five months after Civil War. Is if if that's where it's set, that's when it should have come out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, the Wonder 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 Woman, the Wonder Woman 1984 trailer dropped. Did you watch this? I did. I I it looks so cool. I love the vibe of it. Random dude is the bad guy, I guess, not Cheetah. I'm sure that's some misdirection. Like we don't even see Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, right? That was Wonder Woman at the end in the gold suit, right? Yeah. So I don't know what to think about this. I love Now, this is where I'm a hypocrite, and I will just say that. I love all the the graphics, the 80s graphics and stuff, and the, the music and the sound effects and all this. Whereas when Ragnarok came out, I was like, stupid Marvel. <laughs> so I'll admit I'm, I'm a hypocrite. That's fine. I think this looks super cool. I do not understand. And I asked Rasan, I was like, how is Steve Trevor alive? Is this in the comics? And he said, does it even matter? I'm like, well, no, I guess it doesn't. Because I'm just glad we get more Chris Pine. Because I think that the two of them together is so good. But it also just makes me... It makes me go back to when I watched Wonder Woman, the first one, like he should have been Green Lantern. He should have, you know, he's so perfect. Hell, he could have been Batman for crying out loud. And he's at the right age where they could have kept it. He's not young, but he's not as old as Affleck, you know, but what what did you think of 84 now? I mean, so with Justice League, obviously everybody knew Superman Superman was coming back. But why do you just overtly spoil it like in the promotional images and right stuff. Yeah. and then but you only do it halfway because you also keep him out of certain images and you show justice league like everybody but him but then yeah. you've also shown him it's like he's on all the posts either yeah. go all in or just i don't know it's just weird and now with this again i think we all we knew that for a while i don't know if it was just like some spy shots who behind this oh look well Chris he was Pine a, is here during there was filming. there was spy he, shots like, but he was officially cast also he was yeah uh, as steve trevor yeah it just seems like that should we should not know about this they should not have but also uh, like the only thing that i can think of because 
if you watch this trailer, a lot of times during the trailer, they're talking about the future, the future, the future in 1984. Yeah. So I'm like, I feel like they're trying to tell us something. I don't know. I'm not saying he's like Terminator or a cyborg or something, but it's it clearly cannot just be Steve Trevor unless what Rasan said is they're just cap they're they're copying <laughs> copying Captain America. And when his plane went down, he got frozen. And he gets thawed out. And I'm like, well, that's if it's if they do that, then unless I'm like, that's something from the comics, then whatever. Even for me as a DC fanboy, that's like, are you serious? Yeah. Um, I would almost rather have him be a cyborg or Bizarro, Steve Trevor, something. I, I don't even know, but like the movie looks cool. I love how colorful Diana's, you know, armor is and everything. She looks awesome. Kristen Wiig looks like she's not going to be horrible, which was the one thing I was really worried about in this movie. It's like Kristen Wiig is... Right. This We're supposed to be... This, she's supposed how to is be, she going to be intimidating? Yeah, exactly. So, I, in, in a way, I kind of like that they didn't show her as Cheetah. That I'm saying that right, right? It's just Cheetah. As far as I know. Okay. I kind of like that they didn't just show how she's going to be as the the bad guy, the bad girl, whatever. There's this random dude who's... I don't know. He's pulling the strings, whatever. I don't know, but... I I don't know. It looks cool. It looks cool. So it's kind of like Black Widow. It looks cool. I, I'm digging the vibe, too, of the whole 80s thing. I like it. I just have an issue with... And you could say this about any superhero movie, I guess. But she has... She's like a half a notch below, like, Superman. In yeah. terms of how do you make her an underdog? And she doesn't have kryptonite. Right, and in the first movie, she took down a god. You took down the so, god of war. So now, like, where do you go? Yeah, right. That's kind of where I'm like, how do you make this believable? Is in terms of how you know as believable as a superhero movie can be. I think it looks good. I don't know that it'll be as good as the first one. It'll, it definitely it be could tough. be. I mean, it might be. But it would be tough. Yeah, that would be a huge accomplishment. But I like at the end, Steve Trevor's like, and it makes sense if he was frozen in ice that he's like. Oh, this is our no, Steve. That's just a trash can. He's like, oh yeah, it's, it's a trash can. Yeah, trash can. Okay. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I, I can see that they're nailing. It, it makes me go back to like, I thought you guys were friends. The cape. Is she with you? I thought she was with you. I thought she was with you. And like shoehorning <laughs> this humor in that didn't work. Like with the tone of these movies, they nailed all the humor in the first Wonder Woman. It looks like they're going to nail it in this. Justice League, there was parts where they nailed it, and there was parts that they were just vomiting humor that wasn't funny. Um, I don't know, but it's it's weird because it's almost like what I was saying about Black Widow 2. It's like, at this point, there's no DCEU. So right. you're doing, this is the second Wonder Woman prequel. Why can't we do something with her present day? Like, I, I get the, I, I love the vibe. Like, we both agreed on that. But it's just weird that, like, they're, they're still saying, like they reference it in Aquaman, that the fight with Steppenwolf did happen. It's like, you took down Steppenwolf, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. So that did happen. It's not like they're just saying it never happened. We just banished all that from the DC. So it's just so weird that they're going so far away from it. And then I go back to, to Cavill's interview with Men's Health or whatever it was a couple of weeks ago where he's not done being Superman. Who knows what WB is going to do? I don't know. It's like I don't want them to copy Marvel, but I think... I think you still need standalone movies that are working towards something. 
And if we're just doing Wonder Woman and World War One, Wonder Woman in 1984, and Aquaman's over here, he's just like, yeah, step will happen, whatever. Shazam has Superman without Cavill's face. It's like, I don't know. And then the Batman's going to be in the 90s, so that is not part of the DC. Joker wasn't part of the DCU. Like, they've been making, like, obviously, they nailed it with Joker. Aquaman was okay to good. Shazam was awesome. Wonder Woman will it be will be at least good, I would think. But then where do they go? I would say they need, don't know. They shouldn't do the whole Marvel thing of like solo movie, solo movie, solo movie, solo movie, Justice League, solo movie, solo movie. Here's a couple new characters with their own solo movie, solo movie, Justice League two, solo you know. But to not to just straight up say, no, there's no universe. There's no shared universe. That's stupid it doesn't all need to build to something like avengers you can't but you can't just say well it's not it's it's not a shared universe you and i i I don't think they're gonna go full on with that i think you have to you have so much name recognition there and some of these ones like shazam that nobody had ever heard of and aquaman who everybody thought was a joke both were great I mean, I thought Shazam was better, but Aquaman made a lot more money. Like you've got these recognizable characters. Now you'd be stupid to not have some like intertwining of them have like Superman and black Adam. Right. Do like, I don't know. I think there, there will be some crossover and I think that's a good happy medium. Don't copy the marvel formula exactly but also don't go the complete opposite direction and say none of these characters exist in each other's worlds yeah and they're that's, totally that's, separate that's and, stupid you're right yeah so there's a happy medium to be had i think so the other thing that's funny so this week Zack snyder who's the only person on this planet that uses vero because it's like his social media platform literally nobody uses it <clears throat> he, he, tw- he tweet or he veroed that it's real it exists is it re- or no he said is it real question mark does it exist and then he had a a picture of these film roles that said Justice League director's cut. 214 minutes. Do the math. Wow. That's a long movie. So the Snyder cut supposedly is real. I'm only bringing this up because I don't know if you saw me going back and forth with with John and Jose. And they, they, they were being fine about it. But I'm like, I've seen so many people. And we've said this so many times on here about millions of different topics. I never did my my Twitter um, experiment. Now I can't because I'm talking about it, but I've seen so many people over the last month that have been like, shut up nerds about the stupid Snyder cut, blah, blah, blah. You can't fix a crappy movie, blah, blah, blah. You're all idiots. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like I, I get that hashtag release a Snyder cut is annoying people. Okay, fine, whatever. But like, I follow so many people. Like, I don't care anything about Pokemon. If you've watched us for any amount of time, you know that. I don't care about Pokemon. I don't get it. I never will. But, like, if I see people tweeting about their Pokedex and I just upgraded this Charizard to a Charlonazard or whatever, that's a lot of <laughs> whatever. But, like, I'm not like, oh my God, will you shut up about the Pokemans? I don't know why you have to tweet about the Pokemans. And if I were to do that, I would get lambasted for it. So now I can't, now I can't do my Twitter. <laughs> now I can't do my experiment. <laughs> it's over. But like, I know what would happen if I did. Oh my God, would everybody shut up about the Pokemon swords and the Pokemon shields, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, you're a hypocrite. Because you're probably one of the people that's been like, shut up about the Snyder cut. 
I don't, I don't get it. Like we all like different things. And if people are excited to see what Zack Snyder's vision was for this movie, whether the special effects are finished or not, I think at this point they probably are. Cause WB is like, we can make a bunch of money on HBO max or whatever by releasing this thing there. Regardless of that, if you don't want to see it, shut up. But do you think anything would be different in this, or do you think there's just more to it? From everything, everything we've that heard, happens in the original happens no. in this one, but there's more to like explain. There was first off, we wouldn't see fat. We wouldn't see Batman going from skinny Batman to fat <laughs> Batman. <laughs> um, we wouldn't see Aquaman going like <clears throat> dressed in a bat suit when he's clearly in front of a green screen. It's like, oh, here's Alaska. But it's like he's he's like popping off of the page. It's so bad. Justice League to me looks like a made for TV movie. The, a lot of times when you watch, if you think about how that movie was shot and how it looks, it doesn't look like a theatrical release. It's so I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like when you watch it, it's like this doesn't look like a theatrical release of a superhero movie. Everything we've gotten from Snyder, like teasing things here and there and storyboards that have come out and everything and like cinematographers and stuff. Darkseid was in this movie. There was there was hints of young Darkseid and flashbacks and stuff when they're talking about Steppenwolf. When Steppenwolf gets sucked up in the boom tube at the end, it's Darkseid looking down and and like there's there's no Superman with a simple represents hope. I love Planet. Thank you for the cell phone video. There's, there's no, there's no mustache CGI crap. It's like, I'm not saying it would have been end game levels of good. It wouldn't have been. I know that. Even as, as much as I like Batman vs Superman: The Ultimate Edition, it's still like a seven out of ten at best. I get that. Justice League probably wouldn't be better than that. But it's like, <clears throat> Snyder had a vision with Man of Steel, Justice League. Or no, I'm sorry, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, something else, and then Justice League 2. It was all going to lead up to Darkseid, which is all... I, I don't even care if the movie sucked. I want to see the Justice League fight Darkseid. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like people that want to see this, even if it wouldn't fix an already bad movie, which, spoiler alert, it probably won't. But if you don't want to see it, I just don't... It's just the times we live in. It's the internet. It's Twitter. It's every people got to be mad about everything. I just don't get the fact that so many people are so pissed off to the fact that they can't stop tweeting about it. That people want to see the Snyder cut. I just don't get it. Like if you don't care about it, ignore it. If you ignore it, maybe it'll go away. But when you keep, even if you're bashing on hashtag release the Snyder cut and you're posting hashtag release the Snyder cut, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts on it? On the Snyder cut or the everything? Um, the hoopla and the cut. I want them to release it. I'd like to see it and just see how different it is. I don't think it would be good. I'd be shocked if it was even like an eight out of ten. Um, as far as the the, the whatever the hate of the whole thing, just I don't know. That's stupid. Shut up. The main things I would like to see is I would like to see Superman, like the the two deleted scenes of Superman that they cut from this stupid movie for some reason was him going back to the ship to get a new suit because his new, his old suit, spoiler, it's got a giant hole in it from when (laughs) he got stabbed from stupid 
Ninja Turtle uh, Doomsday. <laughs> and you see the black suit. I'm not saying I need to see him with it on, but if he put it on, I would I would probably lose. I'd probably just die. So I want to see him have a real comeback. The, and the, the other deleted scene they did where he lands, it was in one of the trailers and they didn't put it in the movie when Alfred's like, oh, yeah, I hope it's not too late. Like, oh, and I would like to see when Batman, like, I don't think, Based on what Snyder did with Batman in BVS, I can't believe he would have turned him into a high school girl with a crush on Superman, which is what he was in Justice League. Like, I loved Affleck as Batman in BVS. I did not in Justice League. So I want to see what happens there. And I want to just see his vision. I want to see Darks. I want to see what he envisioned Darkseid looking. And I don't know. Yeah. Uh, more movie news because we can't stop. Uh, I rewatched just real quick. I rewatched the Force Awakens last night. Mm-hmm. Did you know? You probably already read it. They Endgame ripped off Force Awakens. Endgame ripped off Force Awakens. Now In the other thing, way? before I get there, what I had forgotten before I went back and watched this, I forgot that we were all believing that Finn was going to be a Jedi. I don't think i was ever on that train you were you everybody was so you thought it was ray i thought yeah i thought all all the trailers ray is like the i feel like i saw that coming a mile i I didn't i thought it was was so obvious that ray is the main character going forward if somebody's going to be a jedi they're not going to be like a sidekick they're going to be the main character i'm like it's ray Uh, i don't think i was like well, I was definitely I on the Finn train. And I don't think when I was, was watching this, I was like, "Oh yeah, I used to be on the Finn train." I completely forgot about it. When Kylo's fighting Finn in the you know the snowy after he kills spoiler alert after he kills Han and they're in the you know the forest with the snow and everything and the planet's yeah. collapsing and he takes that damn broadsword and he goes right up Finn's spine and just oh and then he looks over at Luke's lightsaber and he goes. And then it flies, and it goes right by him, and Ray grabs it. I was like, "Okay, well, I don't." That's Mjolnir. That is Captain uh, American Mjolnir. Spoiler alert! Sorry, it's the biggest movie of all time. If you haven't seen it, I don't care. They, they, they fully. I'm sure it's in the comics and everything. People don't get mad at me. I'm just saying. But like, for a passive nerd like me, when I watched that, I was like, "That's Cap with the hammer." It is 100% Cap with the hammer. Yeah. What were you going to say? Just in general, Star Wars. I mean, nerd. But why can Oh, by the way, J.J. Abrams is going to have more force powers in this movie. Because that worked out so well in the last one. Continue. Why can a lightsaber sometimes cut somebody in half and then other times it just like... Like, why is Finn not just... Didn't he get, like, Kung Loud there? And I just, was going to say Kung like, Well, and w- when Ray got Kylo like, in the face. Like, so did she just... Is it just right, she cut him with, like, a spark. Yeah, exactly. Because right. his face should have been cut in half. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I will say Force Awakens is awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to watch Last Jedi next weekend to get ready for Rise of Skywalker, and I already hate myself for doing it. Like, I'm it, just thinking of the movie, I'm like, oh, my God. I went back and watched uh, Cinema Sins on Last Jedi, and I'm like, watching it, I'm like, I'm so I know, I did. I think too. it's my least, I, I think it's almost worse than Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones at this point. Like, I think it is that bad. Now, what's funny is, <sighs> I mean, I haven't yet, but I'm kind of curious to go back and listen to our 
review of that movie. We were, we were both, both like, I think we were both just like, yeah, it was really good. But I was and like, I don't it's think weird that like Leia did the thing. <laughs> I was like, that's weird. I don't think either of us wanted to admit that it was just not No, because we were good. coming off a high of just right. seeing it. And then there was the throne scene. And then like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious to see what you think the second time around. Are you not I know you watch, won't. You, you like, need to watch them both. You got Disney Plus, right? Yeah. You you need to watch them both just to get ready. Yeah. I caught most of The Force Awakens on TNT, TV. Sure. Yeah, sometime more the last few months. Not start to finish, yeah. but a majority of it. It's really good. It it's really good. <clears throat> yeah. I mean it's a it's a they just totally paint by they just copied yeah. all yeah. Um I don't know. I'm curious to see what you think. I'm gonna try to go in and this is stupid for me to even say. I'm going to try to go in with an open mind, but I think it's by far, it, I think it's worse. I haven't seen Solo, but I think it's got to be worse than Solo. It's worse than Misa Yusa, oh, the pod race, Misa Duta Dubaba. Like, <laughs> like, it makes me so freaking mad just thinking about it that, but I have to, I, I have to remember though. Oh my God. Watch, just watch the cinema sins. For oh, I've seen Jedi. it. You I've have, seen but, it, yeah. but watch, I watch it like, Wednesday or something because I was bored and I was like oh maybe it's not as bad as I remember and I was like he's like he's like I know when I stopped caring about Star Wars it's when they wouldn't stop mentioning fuel because fuel has never once been mentioned and if you watch The Last Jedi they say the word fuel like 15 times they don't have enough fuel to run our freighters I am General Hux and our lasers can only go this far but they're right outside of it and then Stupid Jurassic Park Laura Dern, like Ellie Sattler is like, oh, I have a plan, but I can't tell you because you're a troublemaker. <laughs> I think there's only two good parts of that movie. It's the, the light, the 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 hyperspeed thing. Yes, that was cool because it was that's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in cinema. I think, and then the throne room scene, even after you watch that has video, been ruined. Even after you watch that, but if you just put it out of your mind. And it was, it, that was one thing that's funny when I I'd never heard of Adam driver before I hadn't either b- before force awakens. But when he takes that helmet off and I'm like, just put, put it back you, on. You're not imposing <laughs> at all. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, one other thing about movie news though, the metal gear solid first script is finished. This comes from Jordan vote Roberts to me. Uh, he DM'd me. He didn't. He did a whole thread about how the the white suit in the Black Widow movie looks like the boss. And I thought it, and by the way, I'm Twitter famous because I got added to a Twitter moment, which was the funniest thing ever. I woke up and was like, you've been, your tweet's been added to a moment. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't have my blue check mark yet, though. Sound like I said gecko. Bonus, if you made it to the end, I'm sorry I can't update you more on the MGS film, but... We just turned in a new draft. It's full Kojima quirk and full military surrealism. I won't say more. I'm hoping to meet a specific actor very soon. Smiley face. This thing is actually happening. And then the next thing, let's make this movie. And then there's the script next to a signed copy of Metal Gear on the MSX from Kojima. Written by Derek Connolly, story by Derek Connolly and Jordan Vote Rabbits, based Rabbits, Rabbits, <laughs> based on characters created by Hideo Kojima. I don't know, man. I'm, I did not expect this at all when he was going on, and I was even I was like, okay. But then I got to that last thing in the tweet in, in the tweet thread, and I was like, huh? I 
was like Tim the Toolman Taylor. I was like, <laughs> I don't even know. I I can't even like some. A lot of people were saying, uh, what's his name? Poe Dameron. Um, what's his Oscar real? Isaac would be a great snake. I'm like, I can see it. But I almost think at this point he's too well known to be Snake. It's almost like Christian Bale was a well-known actor when they cast him as Batman, but he wasn't like a superstar. Yeah. I think you need someone that's like that. Like you, you can't have Bale be Snake at this point. He would be awesome, but I don't, I don't think it works. Maybe Joe Manganiello. He never got to be Deathstroke. I don't know. But do you think this movie? Because I'm, I'm to the point now where I've been so. There's no way this is going to happen to where now that he's actually turning in a script, I'm like, I guess this movie might actually happen. I'm not there yet. Uh, it's clearly very real. And I mean, there's a script as far as we know. There's at least a cover. I mean, I script. could write <laughs> so, um, Park. Will it ever get released? That I don't know. I hope it does. And I hope it's good. Um, just movies, Hollywood has not been kind to video games. No. Like, I still think the original Mortal Kombat is probably the best and most, um, true to the original that we've gotten a movie version of a video game. The only thing I think, and that movie close, was not that good. No, it wasn't, <laughs> but it was like, it was like a six out of 10. Actually, it was probably better than Batman for Superman. Um, the only thing that I think that comes close first off Castlevania, which apparently season three is coming out real soon, which I didn't even know it was happening. And then street fighter Two, the animated movie. Now it's not the, it's, it's apples to oranges. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah. But I think that's the best video game. Those are the two best video game Well, So what I will say is Hideo has it laid out perfectly. He's already... It's basically already a movie. Yeah. Now you're just doing the real people instead of CGI. Like, it's there. Now, you obviously have to cut it down a lot. But, like, he's already basically made the, movies out the of The thing I games. worry about... So if, if the, the tweet actually said the name of the movie is Metal Gear Solid. But when you go back to previous things that Vote Roberts has tweeted, he was trying to do. Remember, I don't know if you remember this, but he was saying something about how it was going to like span multiple, not time, not not like multiverse stuff, but like it was going to jump between timelines, like maybe from Big Boss to Solid Snake, like the '60s to the 2000s, and then back or something. And I'm like, no, I, I, don't I think like that. I don't like it. That's and I said much. that at the time. I'm like. It's this already, is already a lot to too get complicated. One game Thank Thank into a movie, and now you're going to try to get multiple. Like, I don't multiple. like that at all. Multiple. So I don't know. I hope it happens. I hope. I, I still don't. It it won't. <laughs> I feel like you've done a whole. I, I did a 180 <laughs> in the last five minutes. All right, that was a long start to the podcast, Sean. What did you play over these last two weeks? Uh, I've played RE2 and Majora's Mask. I mean, I just assumed because <laughs> I know those two. Um, no, I think that's it. I mean, some Mario Maker, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, RE2. <clears throat> spoiler alert. I don't see how this is not my game of the year. It's. I feel like it hasn't 
it didn't lose anything. I'm having just as much fun the next time through. I just got to the part where like the helicopter crashes. So I'm like, oh, here God, I'm like, I know what's coming. I yep. saw the stupid uh, liquor crawl by the window on the outside. Mm-mm. And I'm just like, oh, God, like it's already just like I get so stressed out playing that game more so than I remembered. Like I thought it was just Mr. X that like got my heart racing. It's this whole game does yeah. like maybe not quite to the extent of the first third of resident evil seven but like it's not that far behind like this game is but also it's consistent throughout the whole freaking yes yeah if anything it gets worse yeah um it's so good um i'm playing uneasy i don't care i've got ammo out the wazoo it's nice to just be able to and you're playing as claire right yes i'm doing claire a A. so you're basically it's weird because it's I mean, I should know this from the original, but I kind of, I didn't really remember how it all works, but you're basically Claire kind of playing Leon's quest, whatever. Like you go in through the front door like Leon did. Oh. And you meet um, the Br- Marvin Brana. Okay. And you try to save the guy getting, you know, yeah. and then he gets. Yeah. When you sent me that, I was like, I don't remember doing that with Claire. Right. So yeah. you're basically, but I don't think. I think you still meet, um, like, it's not like you're going to meet Ada. You're still going to interact with, what's her name, the little girl. Yeah. But you're playing, so I don't know. It's kind of, I think eventually they probably merge. Yeah, like, I think once I've played for another, or I'm probably pretty close to it already, I think the further you get into it, Claire A and Claire B are probably not not that much different. It's almost just like, how do you get into the mansion and some minor things to happen. But eventually it's just going to be like, oh, you're following Sherry. That's her name. Sherry okay. down in the yeah. sewers and you're helping her and blah, blah, blah. And Leon's off doing whatever with Ada. So I don't know. Now I know some stuff plays out differently. Like Leon, you meet the guy who's locked in like the jail cell and then he gets like from like through the wall. By, yeah. Is it X I think or it's, no? I think it's the other guy. Birkin. It's the, Yeah. Um, the G virus guy, whatever. Whereas when you play through Claire B, that doesn't happen. You don't even go there. Either. I think he's already. I think maybe you see that the walls all torn up or there, something. Maybe not. So yeah. story wise, it's not like the story is going to change. The story is the same no matter what. How you get there may change a little bit, but it's so good. Um, Majora, I got through. I remembered why I don't like this game or why I don't like it as much. I just want to play Zelda. Yeah, and I want to play as Link. I'm sick of running around as a stupid little Deku thing and not really having any... And I know I can take yeah, the mask that, off or whatever, yeah. but like, you need the mask on for like 90% Correct. of that first level. Of that, of that phase, yeah. And I'm just like, just I want to play as Link. And then stupid me forgot to do the song of time. So I got into the level with like late in the first day. I'm like, this is the first level. I should be all right. No. And then those, I got those to, dungeons are big. I got to what I think is the last room. Well, it is because I can see the big key door. And I was to like the final hour. I'm like, come on. Right. And I wanted to get all stupid fairies mm-hmm. because I think now I'm going to have to get them all over again. And there's like, you do. I'm yeah. hoping, I can't remember, is there 15? I thought it was only 10. 
I don't remember. But there was like several in that last room, and I'm trying to get them all, hoping that every single one I get, it'll be like, oh, that's the last one. And then I was going to try to get out, hoping that maybe once I found them all, I'll be able to keep them, or maybe I can leave. And I don't know. I don't even know what you do with them once you find them all. It, but anyway, I think it unlocks like a treasure chest. Right. But like, do you have yeah. to then take them to. No. It's just as soon as you get it. I okay. think so. See, that's what I, I was I only hoping did it for. in the first dungeon. Um,. So I didn't get that. Now I had to play this long time because I ran out of time. So now I'm like, oh, God. But at least I've got, like, the key. Like, I should be able to go back to the level and more or less. I mean, I'm going to have to go get all the stupid fairies again if I want to. But I can just make a beeline for the boss and go beat it. But I'm already like, I don't want to do all that crap again. Um, And I feel like you and a lot of people that haven't or hadn't played the game didn't like it because of that whole time aspect of it. It didn't really bother me when I've played it in the past. It's already gotten me off on the wrong foot already. Just because, it's, and it's my fault. I screwed up. It, and I know like, eventually you get the song of half time or whatever. Yeah. So you have more time. Yes. But I, I mean, I screwed up by not starting over. So I, it's not like I'm done with it or anything, but I'm just like, ugh, I'm not ready to go back through that level again. I will eventually, but. Um, it's beautiful. I mean, the three, you know, the, the 3ds version of it. Do, does it, is it like the same thing as when you played Ocarina on the 3ds? You're like, this is how I remember it looking, but this is not how it looked. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, so I don't know. It's good. I find myself not really caring too much about like exploring and trying to find heart pieces. Like yeah. when you're playing and you're doing more or less like the tutorial, and then it's like, okay, we'll go up in the tower and go confront Skull Kid, but the door doesn't open until like yep. the end Six of the... Six o'clock on the last yeah. day or something, yeah. And your fairy's like, well, nothing you can do till then. Why don't you just go explore? I'm like, nah, I'm good. And I just like set it down and I like watch TV. And like, Are we there? Yeah, okay, I'm good. And I just like, I just sat there and waited for a time to get up so I could go through and do it. And I'm just like... I don't know. It's maybe it's just because I've played through it before, so I'm not gonna have the same like even though it's essentially a new game to me at this point yeah. since it's been so long, but I'm like, I don't really feel like exploring and maybe I will later, but plus See, at the time I was still permanently stupid Deku scrub link. So I'm really just like I have no desire to just go and explore and he's the worst one. He like, is by I'm far fine the being worst, the Goron, yeah. I'm fine being the Zora, I'm fine being I guess that's it really. Um, the other one's just the statue thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I remember the beginning just kind of like Twilight Princess being like my least favorite part. Yeah. I remember hating or at least not liking. Oh, God, the water temple in this one sucks. It's the, the red and the yellow pipes. All the pipes. It's all it's pipes. Changing. <laughs> it's all. Oh. It's but it's it's the ones where you got to change you got to change turn, like, the direction the of the flow on, and stuff and then and find all the yellow pipes turn them on yeah. to get to the first room that opens something up. Oh yeah. god. So I'm dreading that. I would really what I was thinking is I hate the last dungeon and I don't remember why, but I remember It's it's not the dungeon. It's cuz we talked about this forever ago on the podcast. It's not the dungeon. It's getting to the dungeon. It's where you got to do like it's where you get the the statue thing. It's the journey, not the destination. Kind of. It's where you got to do the statue like you got three amiibos and you got to put this guy here and then this right. guy and that yeah. guy and then you go and you hook and but when you get up there there's a safe spot once you get through it all. So when you go to enter the dungeon Enter the gun. <laughs> there's there's a there's a safe spot right there. So you can save song whatever blah blah blah. And then you 
do the thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to beat it and I'm going to see what I think about it at the end of it. But I think it'll get better as you go I'm on. I'm just trying to. It, the Deku Link sucks. Yes. Yes. It's, it's just the worst. I'm shooting stupid bubbles at enemies and like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But that's what I've been playing. Okay. Like I said, I beat a little game called Death Stranding. I could go for like two hours right now, but I'm not going to because we got to record another podcast after this. But so last time we talked, I beat episode five. And there are episodes. I kept saying chapters. They're actually episodes. No. So episode six is when you finally make it to the Rocky Mountains. You get up into the snow and... That's a whole other level of difficulty. By the way, whole... Don't say whole nother. I hate it. In episode six, I'm just going to leave it there. You get something... I was thinking about this when you've talked about... You might have done on the last podcast. I can't remember. But recently you talked about how in uh, some of these RPGs that you like, there's always a moment where somebody... somebody. Oh, it's when we did the bonus episode. That's what it was. Yeah. Where someone in your you party lose is all taking your stuff, away. Or you have to control somebody else or yes. that kind of stuff. There's something similar in Death Stranding. Yeah. You haven't played the game, so it won't make any sense. But you lose something in episode six. And it's not a long chapter. It feels better to say chapter. It's not a long chapter. There's really just, you got to do like in a diamond. You got to go from here to here. You got to connect from here to here, here to there. Then you get one more mission to go back to here. I don't think that was a diamond, but here to there, there, whatever. And you lose something that makes it incredibly difficult. And you're up here in the Rocky mountains and it's like, there's, there's whiteouts. Yeah. Which is, there's one point where there was a freaking blizzard. And I was like, I literally cannot see in front of me. <laughs> so you're just going like R one walk five feet R one to, to do the, you know, the scanner of the train and stuff. It was really cool. Then you go to chapter seven, which is, again, a complete departure, just like Chapter 4 was from the gameplay that you're used to. I really liked it. You get Chapter 8. It helps a lot with the story. Um, the ending to that is absolutely bananas. Every ending to every chapter. Once you get past, like, actually from 5 on, most of these chapters, it's like, holy crap. Um, chapter 9 is when this really takes off. So there's 14 chapters in Death Stranding. Chapter 9 gets incredibly... This is when it really gets Kojima. It's meta. There are hints of Metal Gear Solid 4. Not even hints. It goes full Metal Gear Solid 4. And I'm not going to tell you what that means because that could mean a hundred different things. Yeah. But when you play it because you're going to play this effing game, you'll know what I mean. There's a reference to Nintendo. There's a reference to Mario. That's all I'll say. Wow. And I do have to say, Troy Baker is the man. Because this is the chapter about Higgs. Okay. And he is awesome in this. Then you beat that and you get to chapter 10. And at this point, I will say, as much as I've liked this game, when chapter 10 started, I was like, I said out loud, you've got to be kidding me. Because they do something to you that I'm like, I'm not doing this. There's no way. I'm not. I'm just done. And I put it down. I went back to it the next day, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But they give you a WTF, are you kidding me moment at the beginning of Chapter 10. 
Chapter 11 is a full-on mind bleep. Um, it's emotional. You get a bunch of story reveals. And then the game picks up, like... I, I just got so many notes. I was probably... I, I was out of my mind at the end of this. That I, what I will say, by the time you get to, like, chapter... So there's 14 chapters. Chapter 11 to the end is pretty much no longer open world, do whatever you want, make deliveries. It's like, you are now... It's like, I think you've said that about Final Fantasy 12 or 10 or something... Where it's like, it's open world, and then it's just like, okay, no, you are on this path, and you're going to finish the game, and we're telling you what you have to do. Okay. Am I right? I don't remember what Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy was. Final Fantasy X is kind of the opposite of that, in that it's okay. kind of linear, and then you get the airship, and then it's like, well, I can go wherever you want. Okay, well then, I, I thought it was that, but this is Unless the it was like 15, and I've just forgotten why that was, but maybe if anything, it was 15. Um. So from then, it's really from chapter 11 to chapter 14, it's the ending of the game. Um, there's there's one major bat, bat, bass, boss, brr, fight <laughs> towards in those chapters. But it's really like, I think it's in chapter 9 that you get the real big boss fight. Um, there's one more there, but then it's like the last few chapters are like, make one delivery, cutscenes, do this, cutscenes. It's like really... The ending of the game is really like three hours long, I would say, <laughs> spanning those chapters. And yeah. one of them, there's there's two credit sequences, I will say that. Um, the first one, you're like, oh my God, what am I doing? But it, it reminded me of Metal Gear Solid Five. only in that I was like, what the hell? Like, why? Like, why in Metal Gear Solid Five when I go from a chopper to do this? Or if I you pick me up in the chopper, it's like, it's like a three-minute time frame to go. Like, you pick me up, you go over here load shut the door it's the loudest thing ever load load land on the thing go back in the thing go up load load drop down <laughs> like it's like it's not that but it reminded me of it it's like the repetitiveness of this and everything and it's like you're supposed to feel helpless and hopeless at this part of the game and it made me really hopeless and helpless and pissed off as well but it's just to get like to the next ending um the performances in this game are amazing, especially towards the end with with Norman Reedus, with um, Mads Mikkelsen, Leia Sado as Fragile, Tommy Earl Jenkins as Die Hard Man, Fake Gilmore. I know, but it'll make it'll make <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. It's not like Hot Hot Cold Man is still stupid, <laughs> but all the names in this actually make sense. Um, Dead Man, you know, Gilmore Del Gilmore, <laughs> say his name. <laughs> No, you do it. Guillermo del Toro. There you go. With somebody else doing his voice. He's actually really... Whoever the voice... I think it's like Jesse Cordy or something like that. I've never heard his name before. But like the performance he does for Guillermo del... <laughs> Guillermo del Toro is so good. And then there's also Nicholas Winding Refn, who's voiced by somebody else. He's he, he's Heartman. He's really cool too. But all the performances at the end of this game, especially... It's, it's really Die Hard Man that stuck out to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tell I know it's stupid if you haven't played the game, but like I know, I know. Like the the this is the game, and again, base PS4. When you get to these moments at the end of the game where it's just clearly it's just CG, it's facial capture, everything, you feel like you're watching a movie. Like I'm like, that's Norman Reedus. Yeah. It, it doesn't pull you out of it, but you're like that's that's Norman Reedus, and that's Tommy Earl Jenkins, and he's cr and it's it's emotional and no spoilers, no spoilers. Um, what I, I will say, there are some shooty parts in this game 
and those are my least favorite. So it's not even like it's so funny because in the lead up to this game, we're like, what is this? Am I just a FedEx guy? Whatever. And we're like, oh, cool. There's there's parts where you shoot like ghost soldiers and stuff. That's cool. I really think those are the weakest parts of the game. It's like this game, like the controls aren't great. And it just, you can tell the, the, the point of the game is not those segments. There's not a lot of them, but when they are there, it's just not great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I bumped the difficulty down from normal to easy because I was just like, this isn't fun. Like, it doesn't control well. I know what I'm supposed to do. The checkpoints are horrible. If you die, you got to start at the, at the beginning of this whole section that can be like 45 minutes long. It sucks. So I just said, I'm going to put it on easy. It's fine. Whatever. Um, as I was going through this, I had a prediction at the beginning of the game. And then I thought I got it wrong. And then at the end of the game, I was like, holy crap, I got it right. Really? That's all I'll say. Um, one of my other predictions was completely wrong. Where where I thought the story was going, I was completely off on that. Um, the the ending to this game. So the 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 chapter 14 is essentially like an epilogue. Like the game's done. The story's done. You've got one last mission you have to do. Okay. And it's like, I don't want to do this mission. And remember I was telling you last time we podcast, like when you get to a place that's like, you can go through this journey and you can see your destination. Then the music kicks in and it's so perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well that happens with this, but it's like the whole mission. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do this. This is like, I don't, I don't want to do this. It's breaking my heart. I don't want to do this, but you got to keep, I'll keep coming. You got to keep going. By the way, when I saw you at Kroger, Traverch's death training was playing. <laughs> um, so you go and you do the thing and whatever. No spoilers. Um, but the end of this game literally had me. <laughs> the end of this game had me absolutely bawling. Really? Yes. Um, the one thing I will say, the Traverch's the Death Stranding song, that's what plays over the final credits. Really? So now whenever, like it's, I had to make, I made my own uh, playlist on Amazon Music because every playlist I could find was like the official soundtrack, but I'm like, I don't want that. I want the low roar songs. Like the I want the songs that play in the game, not like the license, whatever crap. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I did a playlist of that and then I, the, but the Traverch's song, every time I hear it, it just, it's, it's absolutely perfect and you can listen to it and I, I'm not I'm not it, it doesn't spoil anything for you because I know you've listened to it before yeah but if you when you do play this game and when you beat this game and then you hear that song it's just like such a perfect like in, encapsulation of the end of that game it's just oh uh, I will say there is a post credit scene and it okay. is short but it is is that when you find out that this is all silent, silent Hill? hills <laughs> actually it's Metal Gear Solid Zero um, yeah, by the way, Ruse Cruise, I, this is not a spoiler. It's not Silent Hills. It's not Metal Gear. Nothing close. Like every, when I, I cause I went back Saturday after Jess left. Have those was, idiots posted anything about nothing? Trying They're to like, explain how it Hey, is. we really liked beating Death Stranding. Stay tuned for our review. I'm like, okay, <laughs> y'all were wrong. Um, but no, I went back and watched a lot of the trailers in the lead up. And because it's Kojima, you think he's like trying to subvert all these expectations, blah, blah, blah. When you go back after you play the game, when you watch those trailers, it's like, okay, yeah, 
Okay. Like he 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 laid out the game. Like it, I'm I'm not saying anything was like I'm not saying he told you the ending or anything right, like that. Yeah, but yeah. it was like everything he showed you was the game. The very first shot of Norman Reedus naked on that E3 2016 trailer when he stands up and you see his little cross on his belly button. I'm not saying anything about that, but that plays in. It's it's like he knew what he was doing from the very beginning, and none of it had anything to do with Silent Hills or Konami or Metal Gear or anything. It's its own thing, and it is beautiful. This game is absolutely beautiful. Um, overall, not a very difficult game because it is really a delivery simulator, whatever you want to call it. Um I don't think I killed anybody in this game that I didn't have to. Like I've told you about the like the the mule camps, the people that like they ping you and they want to find yeah. like the yellow guys and stuff. Then there's terrorists who are the same way, except instead of trying to get your cargo, they just want to kill you. None of them ever got me. The only times I died um, was fighting bosses and stuff. <laughs> what was that? Your stomach? No. Okay. <laughs> I was getting emotional and then that happened. <laughs> um, the controls aren't great. <laughs> <laughs> the controls. I hate. <laughs> was that your stomach? No. Nope. <laughs> okay, go ahead. The controls are not perfect. The The controls for this game, when it comes to the main aspect of the game, the walking, they're really good. There are times, I will say, it's not like trying to climb in Horizon after playing Zelda. Right. But there are times, there is a, like, you know, R2 and L2, <laughs> where you, you hunker down, you do whatever, but then X will, X is your jump button, but it's also your climb button. So if you're going, you're trying to go up a mountain, it's not like Aloy going, boom. <laughs> But there's it'll it'll pop up and it'll say climb. But a lot of times the climb button and there's there's parts where you need to kind of do this is gonna sound weird, but you kinda need to do platforming to get out of like these BT boss fight kind of things that you can run away from. And that like you feel like you should be able to climb over something, but it doesn't pop up and say climb, so you're just you're like Jim Halpert jumping in the corner, <laughs> you know? So the controls aren't the best. And the shooting controls and stuff. The, the game wasn't made to be a, a, a shooter. But there's not a lot of those segments. There's there's boss fights. But the boss fights weren't that difficult. There was one that was difficult at the very end. Um, but they... Conveniently, you get a you get a rocket launcher that has like four loaded at one time. You shoot one at a time, but still. And this is not a spoiler. But it's like... I'm like, oh, okay. And then you just keep getting them throughout the fight. And it's like, okay, this isn't that difficult. Yeah. Um but like this is this game i i've never had a game i think this is the game that has surpassed my expectations more than any game i've ever played in my life and i really do think i really do think you would like this game now if you tell me right now you're not going to buy it <laughs> go on i want you to tell me I don't know. I don't know that I'll buy it, but I mean, I'm struggling to come up with Christmas present ideas. I'm anyway, so. Well, that's what I was just. I was going to make some hints. I'm just saying. So, if you're not going to play, I'm going to make. You're going. You're. I'm not going to let you not play this game. <laughs> 
Like if you had a game like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> no, you can skip that. You can have mine. I don't even care at this point. No, but it's like I'm trying to think like if there was a game that wasn't like a turn-based RPG that you're like, dude, this might be my game of the year. You have to play this. And I was like, eh. At some point, I would have to be like, okay, Sean obviously knows me. He's not telling me to play a crappy game. Right. Like, if he thinks I would like this, I have to play it. That's that's kind of where I'm at with this game. I, I don't know that it's 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 my top two for the year. I will say that. But here's the thing. Bye. <laughs> I beat it is in 38 it, hours. By is the way. it that good of a game or is it just a good story and like cinematic experience? And no, like, I think it's that good of a game. Like I, I thought, I thought going into this, I would love the story eventually, but you it's say Kojima. it's like a good game, but then it's also just like a delivery simulator. Like that doesn't sound like a good game to me. Now, know, if you're saying I know the story is good and it's just uh, the story is whatever, but like, is it fun to play? Yes. Okay. I I beat this at 38 hours. I played four more hours just after cuz what you do once you beat the game it goes you you get chapter 15 is I'll just say it now it doesn't matter tomorrow's in your hands. It doesn't matter that means nothing. It's just it goes 2 weeks previous or 2 weeks earlier. It's like so you can just keep going on and doing deliveries and stuff. And yeah. I've done that for four freaking hours since I beat the game. Just like I want to see if I can get this 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 way station up to five star connection level with me and whatever and see what else I can unlock and stuff like yeah the gameplay actually is fun I didn't think it would be before I actually played it and so I completely understand where you're at because that's how I was before I actually played this game I was like I don't see how this game can be fun I trust Kojima I trust his his storytelling and everything but I don't know that I trust the the gameplay in this but it's there. I promise you it's there. Yeah. So I beat this in 38 hours. Um, I, I cannot get the friggin' music out of my head. I cannot get it out of my head. Like I said, I, I did the Spotify, or the Amazon playlist and stuff. Like, I didn't know who the hell Low Roar was before this game. Oh. Low Roar? I don't know what I said. Low <laughs> Roar. But, like, this this game. Who's the guy in this game? Kojima's buddy? Which one? Just, Keely? No, the other one. Vote Roberts? The other one. Conan? The other one. No, he's like one of the main characters. Sam? Mads? No. Norman? The other one. Troy Baker? <laughs> the other one. Oh, Gilmore? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I fell for it. Oh, oh Gilmore? <laughs> okay. I will say, this game to me, if I had to put a score on it, it's at least a 9 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I, I'll, I'll put it on the Christmas list. Yeah, I didn't think it would be there. So, 38 hours. I'm now 42 hours in. I can't stop playing it. Sean, <laughs> you want to get the news of the week? Yes. Mario Maker 2 got an update. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. This comes from Nintendo. The Super Mario Maker 2 game is getting a legendary update. On December 5th, a free update, which was a few days ago or a million days ago, to Super Mario Maker 2 for the Switch. System adds links to the Legend of Zelda series as a playable character, new course parts, and a new gameplay mode. After downloading the Ver 2.0.0 update, the new Master Sword, the new Master Sword item, will be available to use exclusively in the 8-bit Super Mario Bros. style. When this new course part is picked up, Mario will transform into Link, equipped with a new set of moves like attacking with a sword, shooting arrows and dropping bombs. <laughs> <laughs> 
In the recently launched The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening game for the Nintendo Switch, Link encounters familiar characters from the Super Mario games like Piranha Plants and Goombas. <clears throat> But this time, Link is joining a Super Mario game in Super Mario Maker 2! Exclamation point. Transforming into Link using a Master Sword opens up a whole new world of design new world. possibilities for creators. Using his arrows, Link can shoot far-off switches and Mario would not be able to hit normally. His new down-thrust move with a sword will defeat usually predict predicted enemies like spike-covered spinies. And with bombs... <laughs> you can't start something with a hand. And with bombs, comma, some walls that would normally be impassable by Mario and friends can easily be blown up. In addition to Link, the update also adds m more course parts and enemies, <laughs> as well as a new ninja speed run mode, perfect for players. Oh god, I got I was so nervous. Moving. Looking for a challenge. Dash block available in the Super Mario 3D World style. The dash block course cart can can be managed for a with step time. <laughs> Frozen coins. These coins are surrounded by a block of ice and can only be released if melted by meatballs. Fireballs <laughs> or other fire emblems. <laughs> Elements, not emblems. Including a certain increase. <laughs> P-block. When a P-switch is hit in the course, invisible P-blocks temporarily turn into hard platforms or vice versa. Spike. The classic enemy coughs up massive spike balls and launches them at Wario. If used in the snow environment, he will toss snowballs instead. Pokey. So this is the one. I don't watch a lot of Kind of Funny anymore. But I did watch, for some reason, watch this. Or I listened to it when they were talking about the Super Mario Maker 2 update. And this line right here made Greg Miller almost pass out from laughter. Pokey. <laughs> the iconic stacked cactus from multiple Super Mario games joined Super Mario Maker 2 for the first times. Players can even edit the height of Pokey. It was the whole thing of the iconic, that he's iconic. <laughs> By the way, his name is Pokey the Pactopus. <laughs> and the new ninja, I don't even care, Sean. What do you think so far about the Zelda mode in Mario Maker? So, just in general, when I first heard about this, I was thrilled. But However, I was expecting some of the more, like, the Mario Maker community, like some of the diehard people, to be like, I don't like this, this isn't Mario, blah, blah, blah. But everybody was super excited for it, and everybody seems to love it. So I'm kind of shocked. I thought there's going to be people like, I like Mario. Link and all, but yeah, this is no longer Mario. Now you're throwing bombs. Blah, blah, blah. I thought people were going to hate it. Not hate it, but just kind of be upset. But everybody seems to love it. Uh, I love it. It's a lot of fun. It definitely just doesn't really feel like Mario anymore. Um, I get that they're not just trying to make this into a Zelda game. And so it's probably why it is this way. But, like, I kind of wish you could just... I almost wish if you got the Master Sword item that you... They treat it like a mushroom. Like, if you get hit, you're back to Mario. Uh, okay. I think you should have, like, hearts or something to where you can take a few hits and then maybe you go back to Mario. Or maybe so you if just you're die. making a level based around Link, you have to you have, there have to Master put, Swords. Yes. Yeah. Or you do, like, a... Uh, clear condition of like must finish as link or yeah. must beat it without getting hit or whatever um which is what i did um it's pretty fun um i'm excited for what people will do with it um the controls take a little getting used to it's not that bad you just have to know how to do stuff how how, how is it like up and up and run 
So run basically yeah. uses your sword. Okay. Up and run pulls out a bomb. And if you just let it go, he throws it. Okay. If you let go of Y. So you can hold it, and once you let go, he throws it. Or you can pull out the bomb with up and Y. Then you continue to hold Y to hold it. But if you let go of Y while you're holding down, <clears throat> he just sets it down. Um, down and attack does your dash. Okay. Um, if you jump and then hit down, you do your down thrust. So how do you do the arrow? Uh, L and R. Oh, okay. So that readies it, and then you can hit up and down to huh. aim. Okay. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, I like the addition of, like, Pokey and Spike. I think that's that's pretty cool. Um, I kind of get why they only made it available in the Super Mario Brothers, um, whatever. Theme. Yeah. But I kind of wish they put it in all of them. Like, the, I think they could have found a way to do it, but it's fine. Um, what I'm wondering about is this seems to, like, I can't imagine they would just do this and stop there. Like, are we right. going to get a future update where you can be, like, Samus and roll around in a ball and shoot and use a grappling hook? Like, I wonder if this is, like, the first of several new characters they're going to put in this. So I'm curious to see... Uh, where they go from here but yeah it's pretty fun i don't know there's a part of me that was like this could possibly change this game enough to put it maybe into the discussion of game of the year wow and i don't know if it did now that i've played it it definitely it adds to it it's fun maybe when i'm doing my list maybe it'll just this update alone might move it up a spot or something i don't know but it's pretty cool i like it a lot cool I have nothing to add, Your Honor. From J- Jason, from Jason Schreier, the disc lists. You want to say that? Nope. <laughs> Xbox. Wait, who's the guy in Death Stranding? Guillermo. <laughs> Guillermo. <laughs> I, I have no idea how to say his name at this point. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> Guillermo. You get it right, but you still say it weird. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo. In June, Microsoft announced Project Scarlet, a new iteration of the Xbox that the company said would, quote, set the bar for new console power, speed, and performance. <laughs> what Microsoft <laughs> didn't say is it is also working on a lower-cost di- <laughs> discless version of Scarlet, codenamed Lockhart. If those names sound familiar, that's because they've been floating around for a while. The earliest rumors about Microsoft's next-gen roadmap circa 2018 suggests that Project Scarlet would consist of two Xbox models, the high-performance Anaconda, <laughs> don't want none, <laughs> and the lower-end Lockhart. In June, however, Microsoft announced Scarlet was a single high-end console, which led to speculation and then press reports that Lockhart had been canceled. But Kotaku has learned that Lockhart is, in fact, still in the works as a cheaper digital-only alternative to Scarlet as the original rumor suggested. What we don't know, and what likely isn't finalized yet, is how the pricing will shake out. But it's easiest to think to the, to it's easiest to think of Anaconda Don't Want None as a successor to the Xbox One X and Lockhart as a successor to the Xbox One S, with a similar performance disparity. Game developers will be expected to support both Anaconda Don't Want None and Lockhart, which some are worried might hamper their ambitions. I'm just going to spoil my thoughts on this. I think this is stupid. Which might spoil their ambitions for next-gen games in the coming year. When speaking to Kotaku, one game developer briefed on Lockhart analogized analogized 
<laughs> Guillermo. Analogy. Analogy. <laughs> not gonna <laughs> not, not gonna not gonna work it anymore. Analogist <laughs> to the PlayStation 4 Pro. So Lockhart is similar to PS4 Pro in terms of raw graphical power, although there are differences that might make up for that. Lockhart said to have a solid straight drive, but it, who cares if it's streaming only? If it's got a solid state drive. Like both Anaconda Don't Want Nana and Sony's upcoming PlayStation 5, which is expected to have a significant... I'm not going to read all this. So basically, Xbox, their their dickless uh, thing is not... It's not dead. It's happening. Um, Also from this article, which I failed to read because it was too long, Microsoft... Uh, that Schreier is saying that Microsoft is well behind Sony when it comes to communication on next-gen. It seems like PS5 and Xbox 2 or whatever they're going to call it are both, uh, they have similar specs and they're both very powerful. The PS5 strategy is to be as accessible as possible with their whole focus on no load times and stuff. I think that's smart. I think focusing on games and being as easy to play the games as possible is smart. I think if this is true, if Xbox is really going to come out with two models to start the generation they're already screwing up this generation i don't think do it's, that. i don't think it's as bad as 2013 with the connect and all that but i think it's pretty close like there were rumors that ps5 was going to have a ps5 and a ps5 pro and i said if they do that they're they're stupid that makes no sense xbox is kind of doing that by saying like the xbox scarlet is the pro and then the lockhart thing is the base thing. And I think that's stupid. I think it splits your player base, especially if it's only going to be as powerful as a PS4 Pro, which isn't even as powerful as Xbox One X. What are you doing? Yeah. I think it's a terrible idea. I mean, we both like to... Oh, we don't like to, but we... No, I kind of do. We, we, we kind of like to hate on Xbox. This is a stupid... This makes... Stupid yeah. idea. But, yeah, knock yourself out on Xbox. I don't care. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two is in active development. This comes from himself, Tetsuya Nomura. Guillermo. <laughs> I started up the Final Fantasy VII Remake project around the time of compilation of Final Fantasy VII. We'd gone through Advent Children, <coughs> Before Crisis, Crisis Core, and Dirge of Cerberus. I've heard you say those words before. Dirge of Cerberus? Yeah. Yeah. And I was planning this by myself for about a year as the fifth and final entry in the compilation. Since that initial plan and my first ideas, other projects took shape and I became very busy as they move forward, but I never stopped thinking about Seven. As such, I feel like I'm looking forward to the release as much as anyone as I've been carrying around these ideas for a long time. Opportunities for discussing our true intentions are few, but with regard to the size of the game that many are asking about, there's no reason at all to worry. Mm. Even in this Midgar portion alone, the density and volume are so great that I had to give directions to lighten them. With regard to new characters, of whom I said during past interviews there would be, quote, none, though, there aren't, though, though they aren't main characters, their numbers ended up growing considerably in the process of creating a rich depiction of Midgar. When you think of Midgar's final boss, you probably think of Motor. <laughs> but in this game, new bosses will appear and add to the excitement of the story even more. We've already begun working on the next one as well, but I'm confident that playing through this title will expand your expectations, just like the world that extends beyond Midgar. Until next time. Sean, I have no idea what any of this means. Who is Motor? Motor. And 
this was like a big deal that he said that like Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two is in development, but I'm like... I kind of wish he hadn't said that. Okay. Because to me, it should be obvious that it is. Yeah. And it's almost like him saying that it is for some reason makes me feel like it's not as far along as I would like it to be. I, it, I don't know why, but like... Yes. It's like you should have been like a year and a half in development of part two already. Right. Right. This kind of makes me feel like, oh, they just started it last week or something. Like, I would have felt way better if he had not even said that. Um, but it does sound like they're doing what I figured they would have to and that they're going to kind of... Dive into Midgar a little more and expand on stuff, new boss fights and stuff. I'm guessing the new characters are just going to be whatever. I don't think they're going to play too big of a role other than, like he was saying, just make Midgar seem more yeah. I don't know, immersive or something. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of wish he hadn't said that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of had the same feeling like... I feel like at this point, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One has been done with just bug fixing <coughs> and stuff for at least six, seven, eight months at this point. If it's coming think, out in March, yeah. so I, I get the the engines there. They've got the model. Like I, it's it's not like a typical. It's not like they're just starting Metal Gear Solid Six, right? You know what I mean? It, it's not like that, but still, it's just I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Last up in the news section, news that we knew was coming but hope wouldn't, In the Valley of Gods is officially on hold. In 2017, Firewatch developer Campo Santo unveiled In the Valley of Gods, a promising-looking first-person adventure set in Egypt. The following year, Valve, the maker of Counter-Strike, Steam, and Dota 2, uh, Valve has made a lot more important things than those, but whatever. (laughs) They snapped them up. Some Firewatch fans worried that Campo Santo had been swallowed by a company notorious for not shipping games. Just last month, Firewatch, Fire, Firewatch fans freaked out a little bit more when multiple Campo Santo developers who had joined Valve removed any and all mention of In the Valley of Gods from their Twitter bios. It was a worrying sign. But then Valve announced Half... half why do I do this? <laughs> Half-Life Alex, a VR-only prequel to Half-Life 2. Several several Campo Santo developers were confirmed to be working on the project. Still in the fate still the fate <laughs> of in the Valley of Gods was uncertain. But no longer. Campo Santo founder co founder Jake Rodkin confirmed that, quote, in the Valley of Gods development is on hold, but not outright cancelled. In a statement to Polygon, Rodkin says that former Campo Santo developers are busy working on not just half half <laughs> I was waiting for it. And you delivered. Half Life Alex, <laughs> but Dota Underlords, Steam, and other Valve projects as well. This sucks. We knew this was gonna happen. Yeah. But this is we literally said this the last time we podcasted. It's like like it's it's awesome that they get to work on freaking Half Life. But I don't think that's the soul of what made Campo Santo so good. No, not at all. I'm, I guess I'm happy to see that it is just on hold and not canceled. But, but do again, you believe this that? is, yeah, like this is Valve. I don't, I, no, I don't. I don't believe it for one second. It sucks. So I don't know. 
But because I don't have a VR headset and a high-powered gaming PC, I was way more excited. I, I love the 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 idea that Half-Life Alex, I got it, is a thing. But for me personally, I was more excited about In the Valley of Gods because I wanted exactly. to see what the guys that made Firewatch could do next because that's something I can actually play. Yeah. So it sucks. Now it's time for the wrap-up. PS Plus games were announced, and they win. Titanfall 2, and then Monster Energy Supercross. Mm. I, I mean, it. I like Titanfall. I like the idea of Titanfall 2, but it's I, one of I'm those games that, like, I'll probably download it or at least buy Save it. Save it to your library. Yeah. And then I don't know when I'll actually play it. The funny thing is that a lot of people were saying it's awesome that this game is free. However, you could have got like a week ago, you could get it on sale for five bucks. So like, Oh really? But like the value isn't really there, but it's still a great game. So whatever games with gold were, cause I didn't write them down. Insane robots, <coughs> Jurassic world evolution for Xbox one, toy story three and Castlevania Lords of shadow mirror fate HD for the Xbox 360, which is backwards compatible or forwards compatible. However you look at it with the Xbox PlayStation wins. Easily, yeah. Switch Online is getting some updates for December. They're coming on the 12th. Super Nintendo games get Star Fox 2, Super Punch-Out, Kirby Superstar, and Breath of Fire 2. Did You never played any of the Breath of Fire games, right? Nope. NES gets Journey to Silius and Crystallis. What the hell? That sucks. The, the NES side sucks. First off, SNES, those games probably should have been there already because they're on the SNES Classic. Well, not Breath of Fire, but the other three are. Uh, right. That's not what you're supposed to say. Yeah, it's correct. <laughs> Jim Ryan said in, in an interview that Sony is, quote, no longer interested in making handheld systems. Fine. That's fine. I don't care. I don't. I don't like you. <laughs> I care. Leave that to Nintendo. PS Now is adding PUBG until March 3rd, 2020. Uh, again, this is those the, for some of the games are doing limited like uh, run, not limited run games, but limited runs of games. Uh, F1 2019 and Wolfenstein: The New <laughs> Order. Persona Five: The Royal is out 331 2020 in North America, so that's cool. Devil May Cry Three is hitting Switch on 220 2020. Four. I said it's hitting Switch Four. for twenty dollars. <laughs> Sorry. This is like the, these people are they're they're smoking my jive. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're smelling what I'm cooking is what I meant to say. Wow. <laughs> smoking my jive. Untitled Goose Games trophies are live on PS4. We'll talk about that in our next podcast. Uh, the RE3 remake has already leaked on PSN, so we know it's coming. We will see what happens. Also, Arkham Legacy is rumored for the Game Awards, and I cannot wait. But that's it for episode 161. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you did not know, you can find us at nerd901.com, where they're connecting nerds across the Mid-South and the multiverse. Also, check out youtube.com slash blur without fear. Ernie's over there doing fantastic work, as always. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together, we're at two-player underscore co-op. Patreon, Twitch, all that you heard at the beginning. If you're still listening, why are you listening? Um, Stay tuned for that blooper. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Now you have to. <laughs> I got to do it. Um, that's it for this week. We've gone long. Oh, yeah, we've gone long enough. All right, we got to get to another episode. So, again, sorry about last week. You get two episodes this week. So until that next one post, Sean, 
Go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody, buddy? What? <laughs> everybody, buddy, buddy. <laughs> Okay, that's going at the end. It's like, you're, you're, like you're a CD that skipped. What's up, everybody, buddy, buddy? Okay, that's going at the end for sure. I'm putting that in as a, if you're you're not seeing this because it's not live, but I'm putting that in as a. <laughs> What's up, everybody, buddy, buddy? Okay. If you don't get it right this time, I'm gonna lose it. This is your last chance.